the Adam Crowley Show. Crazy animal, those ducks, Adam. They always try to swim and look calm underneath, but on the surface, they're just... Back to you. Adam Crowley. The Crowman. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Tower to Steeler 1. We got the crowd bird approaching from the northwest on a heading of 13-9. Ground crews prepare for landing. The bird has landed. You found the Crowley Show. Well, your mom listens and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Tell your kids, tell your wife, we got radio up in here. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me, shirtless Tom in the studio, behind the glass with Jerome, the intern. We've got a lot planned for young Jerome, the intern, today. He'll be doing sports updates on the Crowley Show. Can't wait for that. I'm not the only guy who arrived to his job today via helicopter. And I did because I make the big bucks because I'm a huge media market star in the city of Pittsburgh. And really worldwide, they know my name. I, they mentioned me on the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gotts. Uh, they had all of our calls about James Harris on the NFL Network. People know who I am. So I roll in on a helicopter. It's what I do. But just like Le- uh, Antonio Brown, not Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, well, he he's probably riding a turtle or something. We'll see him in September. Man, people are crushing Antonio Brown for this, though. And I did not think that that would be the way that it would go. I really did not. I thought people would love it. I thought people love Antonio Brown. They love his whole shtick. Steelers fans want him to do everything the way that he does it because it's fun. But no, I was wrong. Here are some of the Facebook comments on the Steelers page. Maybe the focus should be on not exiting the postseason so quickly. Wow. Want to impress me? Arrive as a Super Bowl champion next year. Bob says, because arriving on a car isn't good enough. This is why they lose in the playoffs, because they have no discipline. Belichick wouldn't allow this crap, and how many Super Bowls does he have? That is such a gross overreaction. No Steelers player has done more lately for the Steelers in the playoffs than Antonio Brown. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's right up there, but Antonio Brown has had 100 receiving yards in 6 out of 7 games that he's been a receiver for the Steelers in the playoffs. He's done a pretty darn good job. It's not his fault the Steelers have yet to win a Super Bowl. Nate says, Le'Veon Bell, he wore a cloak of invisibility. Okay, that one's pretty good. Rob says, make an entrance to the Super Bowl. Guys, we don't need to fire up the hot take machine for Antonio Brown arriving via helicopter. How many times do we say and have we talked on this show about baseball not having stars, about hockey stars not being marketable, uh, about the NFL having the success that it's had in large part because the faces and the names separate themselves from other faces and names because of the things that they do and the personality that they bring. You don't think that Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, would want to see Mike Trout arrive via helicopter next year? This is Antonio Brown being Antonio Brown. It's one of the reasons why you should like this dude. It's not one of the reasons why you should rip this guy. He's his own person. He's allowed to be his own person. And yes, maybe the Steelers do have a discipline problem. In fact, they do. But I don't equate this to that. 
Now, I will say, Vince Williams arriving in a jacked-up car, acting as if he's some wrestler, that's a little bit different to me. Vince Williams, the seventh-round pick who did not have a good second half of the season last year, yeah, that guy could probably stand for some humility. We'll talk to Chris Adamski. He's up at Steelers training camp checking things out. Coming up in about 15 minutes here on the show. Hey, the Pirates lost, finally. And it was kind of to be expected. Here's why. Jordan Luplo gets the start today because Corey Dickerson's hurt. You see in the first inning, Starling Marte gets hit in the hand, so he has to come out of the game. And they put in Adam Frazier, who had just recently been recalled from AAA. And we all know what Adam Frazier brings to the table. They were facing one of the best pitchers in all of baseball in Trevor Bauer. It wasn't going to be their day. So let's not all jump off the Pirates' bandwagon. They win 11 straight games. They beat the Nationals in a series. They sweep the Brewers. They beat the Indians. They beat the Reds. The Reds have been as hot as any team in baseball. They've played good teams, and they've beaten good teams. And... Winning two out of three against Cleveland on the road against a team that scored more runs than any team in baseball this month, that means something. Uh, They didn't sweep them, but you win two out of three in Cleveland, I'd sign up for that every damn time, and now you got the Mets. But here's where the concern comes in. Starling Marte's hurt. Corey Dickerson's hurt. We've seen what getting hit in the hand can do to guys like Josh Harrison. Uh, You could be on the shelf for a long time. And you hope that that's not going to be the case with Starling Marte. Uh, You hope that that doesn't become a problem. And Corey Dickerson is one of the hottest players in baseball, just like Starling Marte. Isn't that just so Pirates? Isn't that the most Pirates thing that you could imagine? They've won 11 straight games. Things are going great. Their outfield has paced the entire National League. uh, First in OPS, first in batting average, second in home runs behind the Dodgers. And now, just when you actually start to believe as a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, well, it all comes crashing down. That's the life of being a Pirates fan, and that's why we try to tell you on this show, you don't have to buy in as hard as your heart tells you you want to buy in. Now, it could be nothing with Marte. It could be nothing with Dickerson. These could both be minor bumps and bruises. They could be back in the lineup tomorrow against the Mets, but on the off chance that they're not, they are done. The Pirates won't be making the playoffs. They won't be making a push. Uh, The reason why they're in the position that they are right now is because they've been killing the snot out of the baseball. And the two guys who've been doing it the most, well, they didn't get to play today very much. Starling Marte reaches base for 17 straight games. He gets hit in the hand. That's great, I suppose. Except it's not. One of the conversations going on on Twitter.com right now is, did the Indians hit him on purpose? Should the Pirates have retaliated? Why do we got to do that? Why do we got to have that be the center of conversation right now on July 25th when there's three games back in the wild card race? No, you don't have to stick up for Starling Marte. No, you don't have to start throwing baseballs at Cleveland Indians. That doesn't help you win the game. And from this point forward, that's the only thing that matters. The Pirates are kind of in a danger zone because you're three games back. You lose a couple, you're five games back, and it starts to kind of look insurmountable. I tweeted this out today, that the wild card winner, the second wild card winner, I should say, in the National League the last two years has wound up with 87 wins. For the Pirates to get to that number, they'd have to go 34-26. and 26. 
They're now going to have to go 35 and 25 uh, if they want to get to that spot. That's playing at a higher winning percentage than they've played combined all year long. So when you lose a game, it puts a dent in that. You got to have these kind of hot streaks if you want to get to that number. And throwing at guys, putting guys on base voluntarily, trying to send a message, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Now, if you're the Red Sox and you got a six-game lead on the Yankees, yeah, you can start throwing up it in. If you're the Yankees and you have a wild card spot solidified, yeah, you can start throwing up it in. But when you're the Pittsburgh Pirates and you being in this position to begin with is a damn miracle, guess what? You can't afford this kind of crap. I don't want to see the conversation get hijacked in that manner. The Pirates lost today to a damn good team. They lost because, yeah, he got hurt. But you can't start taking your pound of damn flesh whenever you're the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can't. You're not good enough. You're simply not. Go out there, win the damn baseball game. Do everything you can to win the damn baseball game. I don't want to hear, oh, I should have thrown it. No, oh, you got to go up there and you got you to gotta hit Ramirez. You got to hit Ramirez. No, bite me. You don't need that. You don't need that. Go out there and do what you can and win the baseball game. And that's what they didn't do today. And that's the story for me. Not whether or not they should be trying to exact eye for an eye vengeance. No, F that. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. One of the good developments today is that Jamison Tyon was lights out again. Uh, he looks very much every bit of the ace that they thought he would be a couple of years ago. He looks every bit the ace that he was last year before he got cancer. He looks every bit as good as he did earlier in the season. But one thing does stand out to me. Even though he's turning into that guy, even though he's reverted to that form, you saw what Trevor Bauer can do. Pirates don't have that. They don't have a guy who can go up there and is just going to mow sons of bitches down. They don't have that guy. Tyon's a really good pitcher. He's not that. Not yet. And if the Pirates were, by some grace of God, able to survive the injury bug here, if the Pirates, by some grace of God, were able to figure stuff out and win the wild card, then you've got Jamison Tyone going, and that's good, but is he going to match up with the Grankies of the world? Yeah, I don't think so. And that is a little bit of a bummer to me. One thing I was thinking about when I was driving over here, and I want your input on that too, maybe I'll put it up on my Twitter poll, at underscore Adam Crowley. Is there anything better than your baseball team being in contention? This is a football town, first and foremost. It's a hockey town, second. The ratings for Pirates baseball are good. Uh, they're sixth. The last time we saw the ratings in all of Major League Baseball in terms of eyeballs watching on TV. But when your town has a good baseball club, it's every day where you're on the edge of your seat. Every single night. It's a summertime. It's 7.05. And where are you? You're in front of your damn TV or you're down at the ballpark. So regardless of whether or not the Pirates do make it, regardless of whether or not they wind up being sellers, at least we got 11 days to fool ourselves into the Pirates being in a little bit of a pennant race, right? Uh, at least it's made the summer more fun. And I guarantee damn well tell you it's made my nights at Sharky's more fun. Now, you think I want to talk to Dale Lolly? Ah, come on. Hey, you think I want to talk to Mark Caboli? Come on. We will today at 520. <laughs> I want to watch Pirates baseball, down a couple of guineas, and then have someone lug my ass back to the dorms. Ah, that's what I want to have. 
And the Pirates have given me that joy. They've given me that opportunity. There's nothing better. Now, for one day, AFC Championship game in Pittsburgh, that is orgasmic. Everything leading up to it, the news coverage, kids could be falling out of windows. They don't care. They stop following. If it bleeds, it leads. It's If it bleeds black and gold, it leads. AFC North or AFC Championship games at Heinz Field, that for one day, one event, it does not get better. The Penguins being on a playoff run, that's awesome. But the anticipation of a pennant race every day, okay, your scoreboard watching, who's this team got going, who the Braves got on the hump tonight, who the Phillies got towing the rubber, Oh, I don't know about that one. Uh, I think the Pirates are going to be okay if they just break even tonight. That's the stuff that goes into your mind, and that's what we've gotten because of this 11-game winning streak. So whether or not the Pirates buy or sell, I'm still going to rip Bob Nutting. Uh, I'm still going to rip the front office. But at least they've given us winning baseball for now, for a brief moment. It's like that summer fling. You know it's never going to work out, but guess what? You still got it in anyway. I teased before that we were going to do some sports updates with young intern Jerome. And I could keep talking about how great baseball is and eating hot dogs and how tremendous watching a team contend for a pennant is. But instead, let's hear what young Jerome's got with his sports update. ESPN Pittsburgh Hometown Sports Center. Good afternoon, guys. Here's your Crowley Show sports update. The Pirates' 11-game winning streak was snapped today. This afternoon, Jameson Tyon and Trevor Bauer each threw seven strong innings, but the difference was Bauer gave up no runs and Tyon gave up two. Eventually, Felipe Vasquez gave up a two-run homer. Yonder Alonso in the ninth, and the Indians won 4-0. The Pirates still took out two out of three, and they now come home to face the Mets in a four-game series. In case you didn't know, Adam, you might be talking about every day, or Brian, you might have coordinated most of it, but Steelers training camp starts tomorrow, and that will, for all intensive purposes, according to Adam, end baseball season on the Crowley Show. And the first official practice tomorrow begins at 2.55. Antonio Brown never fails to arrive to camp in style, and this year seemed to be no different. As you can tell, Brown arrived in a helicopter this afternoon, and uh, it did seem to bring a lot of contention on Twitter, uh, as no surprise. In other news concerning the black and gold, today they announced that the team's Hall of Honor class has been finalized and will be unveiled. Uh, the 2018 class will be unveiled in an event Saturday at 1 p.m. Finally, I know on this show we're all pumped for football season here on the show, so a final note, Josh Allen and Denzel Ward signed the rookie contracts, leaving one person unsigned in the rookie class. Cut it! Sam it's Donald. it's Donald. over! It's done! Yeah, yeah, long, yeah, too long, long. Too long-winded, Jerome. All right. You almost had it, though. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, Crowley, like I'm sitting here waiting for a train wreck to happen. And I didn't see a train wreck there. I wanted that to be a lot worse than it was. I have a few notes, of course. But I really expected that to be a That was not bad, Jerome. I'm upset. I mean, not great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want it to, I didn't want it to be a train wreck. I know you guys wanted it to be. Well, no, Jerome. <laughs> we're, we're your biggest fans. We're pulling for you here, buddy. I mean, we just wanted to give you the opportunity to nail it or screw it up. A little quiet, a little redundant. Uh, energy a big deal. Energy a problem and... I think a little too much opinion being tossed around in there, by the way. Uh, you can't be doing that. It's my show. I give the opinions around here, not you. I'm Jerome. I'm going to start giving opinions in my sports updates. Well, that'll be the last sports update you give. 
Quick question. Was that actually the helicopter that Antonio Brown flew in? No. No. Hmm. God. Theater of the mind there. Son of a bitch. I like the creative use of sound. I mean, maybe the helicopter didn't quite work, but it's at least a, it's a creativity that I like to see an update, guys. He said, as you could tell, yeah, he arrived horrible. in an airport. You don't have to do that. You got, you got to stay away from the cliches. Yeah. You got to talk in the now. Like instead of today, the Steelers sign. Steelers sign instead of signed, sign, because it's breaking news. It's happening now. You're informing the people for the first time. Right. So you got to remember that you're in the now. Steelers sign. Uh, Antonio Brown lands at camp. Not that he landed at camp. He lands at camp. Mm. You know, so you do that kind of stuff. So next, for the next update, if you don't mind, Crowley, I'd like to give him a few points to work on. Yes. Okay, so first off, Jerome, you need to come in with energy. You need to come in hotter. You need to you need to sound like you're you're happy to be here. Okay. Now I know you are, but you don't sure. sound like it. You're like, I'm Jerome. And like you gotta be like, hey, it's Jerome with your sports center update. You know, like bring it a little bit. Okay. Okay. Cut the uhs out of it. And yeah, did you write those down? No, they were not in there. All eight of them. Uh, So I'm actually keeping a running count of us. Like here, I was actually sitting here checking them off as they went by. But so energy, I want you to speak in the now, and I want you to be brief. Your writing is long, so you're saying some things you don't have to. Like as far as you as you can tell, you don't need to say that. That's useless words. Okay. The story is Brown's landing. So you get back in the lab, and uh, wow, I thought that would be a lot worse. I really did. Do you want me to read it when we come back and show them how it's done? I would really like that to happen. I think I'm going to do that. We're going to come back with Chris Adamski, but I'll be giving Jerome's report just only 10 times better. Okay. You 100 say, times better. I hope, because you're throwing yourself out on a limb. No, I'm going to change not, the script. I'll do it on the fly. We might have to compare the two if it's close. Coming up next, as I mentioned, Chris Adamski, and I put Jerome to shame. It's Crowley Show. The Adam Crowley Show. What happened to Cooch? I don't know how many times I'm allowed to say cooch before I get in trouble, so you're fine. I'm good? Yeah, it's K-U-C-H. Yeah, nothing wrong with cooch. No! Adam Crowley. Cooch be good. I love cooch, in fact. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Chris Adamski going to join us in a few moments. He, of course, from the trip, he's out at Steelers training camp where Antonio Brown may or may not have arrived in a helicopter. Before we get to Adamski, though, intern Jerome did a sports update before, and I got to show him how it's done. We, we had a few critiques for him. He's going to come back, do it at the top of the next hour, do it again at the top of the 6 o'clock hour. But I've got his exact copy here, and I'm going to show him how a pro does it right now. ESPN Pittsburgh Hometown Sports Center. The Pirates 11 game winning streak. I can't even do it with this copy. Oh, yeah, this copy's no. so horrendous. No, That's horrendous. Oh, That's no. That's horrendous copy. Dude, Jerome could get through that copy. Okay, I'll, I'll read it. You want me to read Jerome's copy? Start it over. Start Can't kill over. that? Yeah, let's, dude, I mean. I screwed come it up. On, dude. That was bad, Crowley. Like, talking, really? Talking a lot of crap on this guy. I can't even read the, uh, read the copy. Wow. Yeah. ESPN Pittsburgh Hometown Sports Center. The Pirates 11-game winning streak was... Oh, I can't even do it. Can't even do it. Where's Jerome's Jerome? better than Crowley. Where's Jerome? Updates. What happened here? Oh, my god. What gosh. happened here? I can't even do it. Oh, let's just go to Chris Adamski. I'm rattled. I'll do it at the end of Adamski. I can't do it. 
I can't do it. I'm rattled. <laughs> Adamski, help me out here, man. You What's going on? Ah, uh, you just you, update you, me, man. You have me on your show now. You want me to do your updates for you? Do you want me to? I mean, I, I, I'm getting paid for this, Adam. I mean, what else do you want me to do? Here, let me tell. Okay, I'll tell you what happened. The Pirates lost to the Indians. Okay, and lost the game. yeah, they they lost finally, and. The uh, uh, Antonio Brown showed up to training camp in a helicopter. So Tom's going to play the update, and then I want to hear you do the update. Okay, how about that? <laughs> okay. All right, here it goes. ESPN Pittsburgh Hometown Sports Center. Well, it was no dirty dozen for the Pirates, who did not win their 12th consecutive game. Their winning streak ended at 11 with a loss to Cleveland on Wednesday afternoon. Meanwhile, in... You call it Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Steelers all pro receiver Antonio Brown made quite the entrance to the opening of Steelers training camp, arriving in a helicopter. That's about all I can do. Holy hell, that's he unbelievable! He's so much better than you, Brown. That's Adamski. unbelievable. You just that's knocked unbelievable. Crowley off the that's show. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. <laughs> all right, I want you to I want you to re up, and I'll do it again. I got I got to come back here. I got to respond. There's only one way to get this done. I got to do the update oh, no. here. Are you ready? All right, here we go. ESPN Pittsburgh Hometown Sports Center. The Pirates season is now over as they lost to the Cleveland Indians 4 to nothing today. <laughs> Don't you, you can't laugh in the middle of the update. <laughs> I can't laugh in the middle of the update. That's not on Adamski, that's on you. You should be able to power through that. Jacob Stallings 1 for 3 on the day, one of only 3 Pirates to have a hit as we all saw Trevor Bauer dominate. 7 innings pitch, 2 hits. Ten strikeouts. <laughs> Antonio Brown arrived today at Steelers training camp. There was a helicopter. Le'Veon Bell nowhere to be found. We now give it out back to Chris Adamski. Adamski, who else arrived to Steelers camp today and how'd they arrive? Oh, you like my radio voice there. I don't even know what this is, but I'm sound like I've been broadcasting. Am I, am I... <laughs> Am I mocking your profession by doing that, or am I just being Absolutely an idiot? not. You're not mocking the profession. We're mocking our profession by uh, having a show. <laughs> I can't tell that one. What's the biggest um, story today? What happened? Anything happened at Steelers camp today? Anything? Oh, I don't know. A bunch of people showed up, and a bunch of people ran up the hill to see the helicopter. I, I did not. I missed that spectacle, so please don't ask me about the helicopter because I don't know too much about it. Um, you know, yeah, a lot of players are here. One player's not here. It's the running back. Um, same thing kind of happened last year. Rinse, repeat. Um, right now, there's a bunch of highly conditioned, large young men running up and down a field um, to uh, please their coach that they did not fall out of shape. Even though the coach just saw them three weeks, three four weeks ago, um, so we all knew they were in shape. But they're proving it anyway, right in front of my eyes. What happened on that helicopter? <laughs> Tell me, tell me everything you saw. <laughs> it, it was it was a sight to behold. Adam. I, I tried to kind of make up, not just like fake news. But I just started making up things that I saw on the helicopter, but helicopter landing. Or I do, <laughs> I do. Uh, we got a tweet I mean, here from Pittsburgh Sports. Down goes underscore Adam Crowley. Yeah, I did go down there. I, I'm down 2-0 now. I lost to both Jerome, the intern, and the non-broadcaster, Chris Adamski. Uh, we move forward, though. Adamski, what are you most looking forward to at Steelers training camp? There's a softball for you. <laughs> well, what am I most looking forward to? Uh, I think we talked about this last week. There's actually the, the late night with uh, Sharky. But what am I looking forward to from the Steelers or trying to find out from the Steelers? You know, I... But we have a uh, we have a new offensive coordinator, uh, even though it's not much of a new scheme that much. So, you know, to see if there's any any subtle differences there, and then 
there's the defense <laughs> on defense. Similarly, uh, there's a, so much was made about this, like using you know twelve defensive backs from the field at once and all these safety, 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 safeties making up for Ryan Shazier. Whether or not we didn't see hardly that materialized whatsoever in summer workouts, which is football in shorts and there's no game planning, so that's understandable. But will we see a lot of those? You know, where will Terrell Edmonds be used? Uh, it will be. Uh, you know, even the starters, when they come out for the first seven shots uh, tomorrow, is it going to be, you know, Javon Hargrave with a nose tackle? Or are we going to see traditional 3-4? Are we going to see a nickel? Well, are we going to see, the, you know, that extra safety? Uh, there's something like that is a little bit of intrigue, I think. Mason Rudolph versus Landry Jones. Is this a real competition? What's Landry think? <laughs> well, Landry, Landry's been around long enough now to know not to say, whatever he does think, actually, and to say the, the right thing about there's competition every year, no matter what. But uh, I think, you know, he's not dumb. He, he sees not only is Rudolph, you know, a third-round pick, which is the highest pick that the Steelers have taken a quarterback uh, since Ben, and not only that, but, you know, Rudolph was, of course, rumored to go in the first round, but he would have been shocked if he would have went, you know, in the you know in the late 20s or, you know, pick number 30 or whatever in the draft. No one would have really been too taken aback by that. So this is the, the highest pedigree quarterback the, the Steelers have brought in since Landry's been here. And, and and to be honest, he's also smart enough to know, or, you know, observational enough to know to watch practice. And, you know, I don't think it's a stretch from, from even me to say, who's obviously not a broadcaster and not a football coach either. <laughs> me neither. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, you could tell Mason Rudolph is the best number two quarterback they've had here in a long, long time. Um, you know, probably dating back to Charlie Batch. And, uh, you know, I don't mean to knock Landry Jones when I say that, but I guess that's exactly what I'm doing when I say that. But I don't I mean it that explicitly. But, but Mason Rudolph, for being a rookie, does not look lost uh, at all. He looks like he fits in. I'm not saying he's, he's a starter now or a starter maybe ever. I'm just saying he's ahead of certainly where Josh Dobbs was last year and He's legitimate, legitimate potential option to unseat Landry Jones, and we'll see how that plays out here for the next couple of weeks. You heard it here first. Chris Adamski says Mason Rudolph's going to push Ben Roethlisberger for the starting job. Uh, breaking news, July 25th, 2018, the day the Ben Roethlisberger era ends as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, Adamski, let's flip the script a little bit and talk uh, about the Pirates. They did lose today, but that means that they've won 11 out of 12 games. They took two out of three from a very good Indians team. Uh, what do you think that they should do at the deadline? I mean, what, what do I think or what do I think they will do? I, they're, they're well, why don't you give me both, Mr. Saying. Broadcaster? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Neil, Neil Huntington's done this enough now where he, he's going to almost assuredly, uh, you know, play both ends of it. Uh, there will be, uh, you know, if he gets a sell-off to one of his players, uh, he will sell them off one of the expiring contracts, even one of the guys who as a contract due next year, one of the veterans. And and I'm not criticizing that myself. You have these assets, you can get something for them, and even somebody like a, uh, a now Cervelli's health is a whole other thing right now, probably throwing a wrench into all this. But uh, I think if you're an organization, it's a completely reasonable and logical uh, um, you can make, even if you were a high-revenue, big-market team, that you maybe Diaz is ready to be a starting catcher. If you can flip Cervelli and, and cut your payroll and, and get some assets for him. You can do that. I don't know. That might not happen now. But anyway, I'm saying I think they will trade some of their veterans, but I also think they will bring some veterans back, providing that ever-popular payroll flexibility, financial flexibility going forward. 
Tom, can you do me a favor here and hit the sports update thing? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it one more whirl with the Damski on the line, okay? ESPN Pittsburgh hometown sports center. The Pirates lost, but we'll start with the breaking news of the day: Ben Roethlisberger going to be pushed by Mason Rudolph. <laughs> it's been reported by Chris Adamski of the Tribune Review. Antonio Brown arrived at Steelers camp in a helicopter. Is that a sound effect for a helicopter there? Brad Hand gets the save. He says, talk to the hand. As the Pirates fall 4 to nothing to the Cleveland Indians, they do take 2 out of 3. They've won 11 out of 12. Now for some not noteworthy news, we've got the Browns signing Denzel Ward and Josh Allen sign with the Bills. Back to you, Adamski. That was breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, my own breath. I stumbled through that one, too. I did get a nice talk to the hand reference in there, though. I liked it. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure no one's ever used that for Brad Hand before at any any point of his life ever. You know what? There's something happening with my hand right now, and you can't see it. <laughs> uh, so why don't you just eat me? Okay. I'll see you at camp tomorrow, my friend. Can't wait. Thanks Have for the time. One. Yeah, be good. Sure. Anyway, all right. This is Chris Adamski, broadcaster extraordinaire. A better broadcaster than you, I might add. What the hell's going on with me today? Did Jerome beat you? Chris Adamski beat you? I think you? it's Jerome rubbing off on me the wrong way. Hey, don't blame that guy, man. Ah, uh, well, it was Adamski rubbing off on me the wrong way. I was seriously let down by that. I was sitting here like, oh, Crowley's got this. He's yeah, done these before. He's going to come out and nail it. No problem. He doesn't even need a script. You not only need a script, you probably need a refresher course. I want to read his verbatim, though. I'm going to read his verbatim. I'm going to read intern Jerome's sports update verbatim before we talk about some possible Pirates trade candidates in the next segment. All right, let's let's do this. Real quick, Wait let me second. point out that at the beginning, so he did the script, he filled it all out, and at the beginning, Jerome, when you're working for a show as an intern, at least learn how to spell the host's name. It is not Crawley, C-R-A-W-L-E-Y. It's Crowley, C-R-O-W-L-E-Y. Just saying. Go ahead. Sorry. ESPN Pittsburgh Hometown Sports Center. Uh, good afternoon, guys. Here's your Crawley Sports Update. Uh, Pirates' uh, 11 game win streak is on the line this afternoon in Cleveland as they look for the sweep of the Indians. Jamison Tyon opposed Trevor Bauer. Tyon fell on the short end of the stick. Uh, each pitcher, uh, seven strong innings, but Bauer gave up no runs and Tyon gave up two. Yonder Alonso hit a two run bomb off Felipe Rivero in top of the ninth inning, and the Indians avoid the sleep. Sweep. The Pirates now come home and play the Mets tomorrow night to start a four-game series. Uh, in case you didn't know, Adam, uh, even though you might be there every day and even though you coordinated most of it, Brian, Steelers training camp starts tomorrow, and that will be all for intents and purposes, according to Adam, and baseball season on the Crawley Show. Uh, the first practice officially begins tomorrow at 2.55. Antonio Brown never fails to arrive to camp in style, and this year seemed to be no different. Audio of helicopter arrival. Uh, another news concerning the black and gold today, they announced that the team's Hall of Honor 2018 class has been finalized and will be unveiled in 2018 in an event Saturday at St. Vincent at 1 p.m. That's it. No outro? Like, I'm fake Jerome? I want to hit the, mu- I wanna hit the music. Uh, I want to get that right. I do a pretty good Jerome, I think. You did the update better as Jerome. I'll tell you that. I like, did. Crowley compa- can't do it. Yeah, Crowley sucks at it, but comparing fake Jerome to real Jerome, like... I don't know. I still think real Jerome might have had you. I, I don't know. It was good, but I think he might have had you. There's some realness to it. Coming up next. Just sorry. Where I fall. Sorry. sorry. I don't mean to make you upset. Sorry. All right, you were better. I'm sorry. Quit giving me dirty looks. Yours was great, Crowley. Coming up next! Possible Pirates trade candidates!
Crowley Show. This is the Adam Crowley Show. To pick against the Steelers is a sin. It's a sin that's written in the Bible. Don't you understand? On ESPN Pittsburgh <laughs> and the iHeartRadio app. Man, anybody who is offended or upset or throwing criticism towards Le'Veon Bell, nah, I keep doing that, towards Antonio Brown, you can throw criticism towards Le'Veon Bell, I guess, even though I don't love that either. But anybody who's throwing it towards Antonio Brown today because he arrived at training camp in a helicopter, now you can go ahead and pound sand. Like, take your pants off, get it going however you got to get it going, and go pound some sand. I right, just go Deep into that sand. Can I say balls deep? Sure. Go balls deep up in the sand. But like in a non-sexual way. Oh. I Tom, mean, just erase the tape. Just erase the tape. I mean, you can go balls deep without it being bad. Listen to this Facebook comment. I went on the Steelers' Facebook page just to look to see what people were saying about Antonio Brown arriving via helicopter. And this guy, Vince... Yeah, how about showing up for a Super Bowl as a team instead of talking about how talented everyone is before getting your asses kicked by a team who really wants to be there? Come to camp humble and ready to play. Show the over-egoed running back that he's not needed. Guess what? That ego running back, that guy, he's going to get all kinds of money in the open market next year. All kinds of money in the open market. So Vince, he can go pound sand. Pound it. We'll get to more of those later. I was driving home yesterday during the Pirate game. Pirate victory, 9-4. to Decisive, baby. When they've been winning, and they've won a lot lately, that winning streak, they're just pounding teams. It's almost boring. Uh, there's no drama at all in the 8th or ninth inning. They're just pounding teams. And Greg Brown is just getting his jollies off. Uh, He's just losing his mind on every home run, as is Joe Block. I was actually listening on the radio yesterday because I was between some things, and Joe Block, who typically doesn't lose his mind, lost his mind when Gregory Polanco hit that two-run bomb. So we got to thinking, what would it sound like if Greg Brown was in regular, everyday circumstances and had to do play-by-play of his own life? Greg Brown, Tom, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Why not? So this will be Greg Brown as someone's putting a cake up in a Keurig to make a cup of coffee. Oh. <clears throat> Let me get a character real quick. <sighs> All right. The water is in the tank. The cup is in the Keurig. He is going to push the button. And yes, here it comes. The coffee is coming out of the Keurig and into the cup. Oh, it's a piping hot cup of coffee. That'll sure wake you up in the morning. El Cafe. <laughs> Vente Cup of Coffee. <laughs> oh, Brian, not... you want to go? Because I'm still gun-shy after my terrible sports update. Okay. What do you got um, for it? Let's see. How about try this one? Here's a guy waiting in line at the bank. Jim Smith showing great patience waiting in line. That fat lady in front of him could cause some problems. But wait, he's moving. He's moving. He's taking a step. Forward he goes. Forward he goes. The shoe has dropped. How about getting the mail? I can do getting the mail. You want me to do getting the mail? Yeah, get the mail. 
Should he be doing play-by-play of himself, or should he be doing play-by-play of... Just general, he's calling life. Life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tom walks out of his door. He's got a cup of coffee in his left hand. He approaches the mailbox. He reaches in. What's he find? Oh, it's the bills! It's the bills! It's the bills! But he's already paid it online! He's paid it online, and he... gets to keep his air on in the summertime. I struggled, though. I uh, My confidence is shaken. And here he goes. He is going to give the cashier his advantage card. This is the moment of truth, folks. And yes! Yes, it's on sale! Yes, it's on sale! He's making out with a bunch of savings at Giant Eagle today, folks! Oh, what a winning day for Adam! Ho, ho, ho! Raise the Giant Eagle advantage card! Yes. Okay, how about returning a shopping cart? And the cart finds itself further away than it's ever been from home. But young Johnny, he's up for it. He moves in. He grabs the cart. He's starting to go towards the store. He's coming back. He's coming back. He dodges a pothole. Johnny going for home. Johnny going for home. He returns the cart, drops the quarter in the slot, takes his quarterback, open up the change purse, big boy. The money has arrived. Big play. <laughs> I'm dying over here. I'm dying over here. I'm nervous. It's my whole life. It just it's flashed before my eyes because Jerome's reading sports updates better than me. It's just terrifying. He walks up to the counter. He asks for the menu. They point to the chalkboard. 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 It's lettuce. It's tomato. It's fries. It's cap. It's egg. It's cheese. It's a Primanti sandwich. He's eating the Primanti sandwich. They had it ready. They had it made to order down the gullet and washed down his throat with an Iron City beer. I'm not good at this. I don't know what's happening. Confidence is shaking. Uh, can't I just give takes? What happened to just give and take? How about this? Okay. A uh, guy going to the grocery store to buy tampons for his wife. Joe's wife giving him the go-ahead. He's into the store. Makes his way down aisle five. He's shifting. He's darting. He's moving to the left, right. Looks like he's got a purpose on his face. He reaches in and he grabs it. Oh, my God. He's got the tampon. He's got the tampon. The flow is real, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot plug this excitement. <laughs> I think you should go, Crowley. Yeah, I think go? you've been doing it so long. I think you should go. Yeah, you want me to do a parallel parking? I do a parallel yeah, parking. parallel parkas. Parallel parkas? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Are you rattled, too? Are we all rattled? I'm not I, rattled. You're not rattled at all. You're doing a great job. I think that I think that the presence of Jerome has slowed my role. I think I'm so threatened by the fact that he out-broadcasted me. Jerome is giving Adam a little bit of trouble on the bump here. Jerome looking at Adam. Adam back at Jerome. Oh, you can tell there's tension here. Jerome makes a move. Adam falls! Adam falls! The big fat kid has beat down Adam! Adam goes down! Oh my goodness! He's going up to the counter. This will be a tricky one without a receipt. He hands over the T-shirt. 
Yes! Yes! She accepts the return! He's able to return his clothes without a receipt! Oh my god! Do you believe in miracles? What an upset here at Target! Oh my! He pulls up to the bumper, even with the car in front of him. He pulls back. He cuts the wheel! He cuts the wheel! It's a perfect fit! Like a glove! He parallel parks on Forbes Avenue in Oakland for the first time in recorded human history on the first try! I'm back. I'm back. We're good. He catches the fir- first light on fifth. The second light also turns green. The next one's yellow. It skips red. It goes straight to green. He's going through. And he's on the parkway. With no time to spare. I should have I should have built to the crescendo. I kind of did that backwards a little bit, I think. I'm sweating. The cop gets out of his car. Jung Ho's nervous here. He blows into the breathalyzer. <laughs> point six! A point six! Oh, he just barely beats it! Jung Ho Ho and a bottle of rum! If he blew a point six, he would be dead. <laughs> You're looking for point oh six. Little Randy taking his dog out for a walk. He makes his way onto the pitch, takes the dog over to the trees, and yes, it looks like it may happen. He's making his move now, making his move. Yes, I can see it flowing. I can see it going. It could be unbelievable. Yes, yes, the brown is down. The brown is down. What a glorious, glorious deuce. Coming up next... Some possible Pirates trade candidates. And my grandma. It's the Crowley Show.